Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. Pacific. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast secret dump. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday, Natasha. Happy Friday. It's Friday? It's Friday. Oh, my God. Yep. Today is Friday. Don't shatter the illusion. Because they're listening to this on Friday, even though for us... It's Friday Eve. It's Friday Eve, much like Christmas Eve. Did you ever do anything on Christmas Eve growing up? What, what, what do Italian families do on Christmas Eve? Uh, we had a huge um, drunk party at my dad's house with all of our cousins, and someone would play Santa, and uh, you know there was like venison wrapped over venison? cream cheese. There was just like a lot of like Italian meat foods. Is on glass platters. Is venison an Italian meat food? Suppressa. What's that? That's pork, I believe. They don't know how to pronounce it. Soppressata. That's not what they said. Suppressa. They said fre- Suppressa fresh. Suppressa sounds suppressed or something. Suppressa sounds like a medication <laughs> for um, evening out your emotional stability. Listen. Are you finding yourself in the family. midst of mood swings and irritability that cannot be controlled? Try Suppressa. So, yeah, then then there would be like, uh, it would be fun until like a point. Like by 9.30 p.m. people would be like screaming, saying oh, someone was cheating on them. Oh, that's when the Chianti vomit would start? <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Something like Somebody's that. Somebody's crying to the Moonstruck soundtrack? Yeah, something like that. Uh, all right, well, we have people writing in asking for advice. Uh, and this one I thought was a real juicy topic, a real gassy topic. Marxist mommy. Actually, I probably shouldn't mention the person's uh, handle. Why? There are, they, they would they would uh, anonymize it if they wanted to. I don't know if that's I mean, word. by the way, it's crazy that this person... Are we going to delete it? The handle? Because it is kind of funny that a Marxist has this question because this is... 
this problem that she's having is real is a real man of the people working man's kind of problem you know which is how do i get my boyfriend to stop farting in front of my friends how would you what would you do natasha if every time we were in public if I, first of all if i was an outward farter i've known some outward farters in my day and um an outward farter is somebody that doesn't hold it in they just go when they have to oh by the way i was i was walking once with a friend around the reservoir and he just started farting yeah and i was like open farter can you please not do that and he's like oh no this is how i digest my food <laughs> what's funny is i don't know this story based on that story i know who you're talking about well i'm just saying um i think you need to say something um wait. I-, I haven't walked around the reservoir with him since what would you do if i was a, if i was like that person oh, by the way you know who's who are in my experience 100 percent open farters who deaf people they don't give a shit they just be farting dbf Deafs be farting. Okay, well, I would think I would say something. What, what would you do if I did it? If I was like a farter? Uh, I would, and you were doing it in front of my friends? Yeah, mm-hmm. Putin, Putin in public. I would probably say, honey, do you, I mean, if you were doing it like loud, I would say m- maybe you should not do that in front of it's, our friends. I can't. It's how I digest my food. What do you want me to do? Um, well, it's embarrassing to me. Would you do it for me? Um, uh, if you were an open farter, mm-hmm. no, no, I would say to you, would you do it for would me? You, would you hold your farts in for me? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's, I, I you're saying confront it directly. I was going to say, go even further, which is call him out, you know, like don't just privately pull him aside. I once had a friend who had bad breath and, um, uh, the friend was me. No, I once had a friend with bad breath. We all knew he had bad breath, but nobody had the courage to say anything. And then one of our friends said to him, hey, I just want you to know, like, you've got some gut issues. You have bad breath and um, you should do something about it, which I thought was very courageous. He didn't do anything about it. So then my friend took it a step further. Now, this might be a little cruel, but uh, I don't know. A few months later, he came back. He said, hey, I told you you have bad breath. You need to do something about it. If you don't do any, go to a doctor, I'm going to start calling it out in public. I'm going to be like, next time I smell your breath in front of like girls, I'm going to be like, damn, your breath is, is on yuck right now. You, what have you, have you been eating shit? And you know what happened? Mm. That person went to a gut doctor and does not have bad breath anymore. You can just go to a gut doctor? You can just go to a gut doctor. And honestly, I would if I were you. Oh my God. All right. Well, listen, can we take some secrets? Let's do it. Hell yeah. By the way, to our listeners, before we do the first secret. I think on our first first batch of episodes, we talked about the fact that you and I had never farted in front of each other. Well, how long have we been in this podcast, Laura? Four years? Three years? Three and a half years? We're still going. She's never heard me poot. I've never heard her poot. And we like it that way. If we die and we never have to hear that from each other, that'll be nice for me. I'm going to put it on my grave. Never farted in front of his wife. Never thought that he was farting in front of his wife. (laughs) That's what you should say on your grave. All right, let's take some secrets. (laughs) What, you've heard it? Let's take some secrets. Oh, no. Well, at least I make an effort. Hey, Natasha and Moshe. Um, Long time listener, first time secret caller. Um, So here's my secret. Um, Sometimes, unintentionally, my girlfriend and I listen to your podcast um, before we have sex. 
And sometimes we don't get all the way through it before we start having sex. And so sometimes I get to listen to the sound of your two beautiful voices while I'm coming. That's my secret. And I think you may have kind of Pavlov dogged me because now whenever I listen to the podcast on the road or at work, I'm kind of turned on. So I don't know if that's our fault or yours. But uh, anyway, love the show. Thanks so much. Interesting. Wow. See, it's so hard for me to think of a podcast that you and I would listen to, that we would agree to listen to when we're fucking. Anytime I hear, lock the gates, I get a boner. (laughs) Every time. This is the BBC World News podcast. Uh, You start juicing at that BBC World News. In Uzbekistan. 9 p.m. Global Standard Time. I'm trying to think of what else. uh, Well, and then you always listen to these folksy podcasts. What do you mean folksy? You know, like people are like men on the street talking to Talking like, about like This American Life? Yeah. That's like, not folksy. It's like one of the biggest and most famous podcasts in the world. Where all the girls have speech impediments and it's always like they're talking to prisoners and, you know, it just is kind of like... Nothing gets me hornier. I've, I don't think I've ever gotten horny listening to a podcast, but oh, I have a, a special message for this person. What you're what you're experiencing right now, this Pavlov's dog thing, is the beginning of a fetish. And if you don't stop and break the cycle now, you're gonna. It's now you're getting at the point where you do you. First was passive. You listen and then you fuck. Now it's active. When you listen, you want to fuck. Soon it will be imperative, um, and you will not be able to come without listening to the podcast. This is the development of a fetish, and you need to break the cycle. So I really will encourage would encourage you to. Um, Think seriously about that because how bad would that be if he's unable to achieve orgasm without, you know, you talking about how I leave a mess around the house? All right. Well, let's take another call. Let's do it. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Moshe. Um, big fan. And I recommend your podcast to anyone I know. Aww. But my secret is that I have a male dog and because I want to save money on his nail trimming. I, every month or so, I have to give him a hand job. So I have five minutes to cut his nails because in the five minutes he gets pretty hard from his hand job and he won't bite me and I can trip his nails. And yeah, that's my secret. Thank you. I like that she's pretending like she's doing this to save money. Like, why do you think she's doing it? To get off? I don't, I mean, it's like, why go, get another job. I, I have a lot of thoughts about this. My (laughs) primary thought, I was listening to it. I mean, this is shocking. My primary thought is that our producer, Laura, who, as you know, is a toxic person, um, (laughs) says that she, she arranges these secrets in order of um, intrigue and that she usually likes to end with the craziest one. And I'm like, how is this secret too? This woman jerks her dog off in order to get, distract him long enough to clip his nails. I mean, God damn, that is fucking, that is one of a kind. Do you think that a groomer would do something like that? Definitely not. What would you do if you walked into your grooming appointment early and you saw the groomer fingering cutie? And she's like, (laughs) oh no, this is how we do it. Oh no, this is an old technique. Cutie would like it, I bet. (laughs) Oh my God, that is crazy. She jerks the dog off to save, do you not, hold on, Laura, 
Will you look up how much does a nail trimming it's cost? $7. Is it really? I think so. I mean, it's like an add-on. You're to the so grooming. right. At a certain point, this woman has to realize she kind of enjoys jerking her dog off. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because it's like. That is cr- crazy. How about um, cut the balls off of your dog? Or maybe he doesn't have. That is insane. And how do you get to that? How do you troubleshoot enough different <laughs> ways that aren't working to trim your dog's nails? Don't Google that because oh my then God. you're going to get dog porn. Does he bust? Is that what she was implying that he busts? She has five minutes, she said. I guess he gets really docile after she jerks him off. No, she no, no, no. She was saying that she can jerk him off and he's enjoying it so much he won't like How pull is she away. jerking him off and working the clippers? That's a great question, Natasha. How much is it, Laura? It's $12. $12? $12? <laughs> $12? 20, 12 to twenty dollars to get your nail the, the nails done by a professional. She's but, not buffing them either, so she doesn't even need to pay for the buff. You know how much you would have to pay me to jerk a dog off? Me, um, what's your what's your how much? I would do it for real. Answer real. I would say ten k would be respectable. You in, oh, but nobody would know. You're saying like privately. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't do it for ten thousand dollars. No. Jerk a dog off. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like jerking off a guy you don't really like. Yeah, except that it's a dog. It's a dog. It's bestiality. It's not. Well, you wouldn't do that for $10,000? This is crazy. 50000 I don't know. How much to blow him? None. I would not blow None? a dog. None? You do it for free? You are could a fucking I put on freak, a, dude. I could put on a glove and just like you make this hand... A, hand this this hand move. $10,000 tax-free. That's like... <laughs> That's like it's how, like a weekend at the improv. That well, I'm just saying I would have to make forty thousand dollars to really get ten thousand dollars. How much to make out with him while you're doing it? No, I would not make out with the dog. I'm saying I would put on a garden glove and make this motion for forty grand. Forty thousand. Ten thousand dollars clear to clear ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars unmarked small unmarked bills. And how much would you? And if no one knew, nobody knew. Ten thousand dollars. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd do it for 10, like privately, I'd do it for 10,000 on a, on a podcast, like with the dog right here, it would, it would be 250,000 on a podcast. I I'm, I'm talking like one mil, a million. Yeah. And how much to blow him on the podcast? I would not blow a dog. Billion dollars. I'm not a billion. I don't think I would do it. Cause billion. then I'd be the girl who's a billionaire for blowing a dog. I, I, I would be that. I mean, luckily as a comedian, you could be like, waka, waka, waka. Yeah, that's right, baby. I blew the no, dog. No, you get a nickname. Yeah, so. You'd be like dog, dog liquor. Dog blower. Dog blower, you know. DB. I'm okay on that. Um, okay. Okay. How much to French kiss a dog one time? I'm not trying to French kiss a dog. A billion dollars? A billion dollars? Yeah. See, everybody has a price. Well, I was going to say, could it be my dogs? But our dog's breath is so disgusting. I just decided two billion four years cutie. ago I would never brush their teeth again. Mm. So I think, I, I think I'm out on that one. Man, this is quite a secret. Uh, Laura, I cannot wait to hear what you have uh, next. It had better. There's no way it can beat this woman's unbelievably insane economic plan. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Hey, Natasha. Hey, Moshe. Uh, so my secret is that in middle school, I lied about being Jewish that I could skip class on Yom Kippur. Uh, basically, one day in sixth grade, 
our homeroom teacher told us that uh, if you're Jewish, then you can get an excused absence for Yom Kippur. So I remember at the end of class, I went up to her and said, hey, I'm Jewish. Uh, do I need to sign a form or something? And she just kind of said, oh, no, you're good. I'll take care of it. <laughs> and so I remember thinking, sweet, that was easy, and just uh, went about my day. But uh, on my way home, it kind of dawned on me that if I was going to stay home that day, then I'd have to come up with an excuse to tell my mom. So when I got home, I basically told her, hey, so Yom Kippur's coming up, and they told us at school today that we had the day off, you know, in observance of Yom Kippur. And uh, she just bought it immediately. So, uh, yeah, when the day came, I just slept in and played Xbox all afternoon. Uh, it was fucking great. And fair enough, next day, nothing came of it. You know, no one ratted on me. Uh, I'm pretty sure people knew that I wasn't Jewish, but no one said anything. So that was cool. And, uh, yeah, and I just kind of kept doing it each year. Kind of felt like I had to, or else the school or my mom would wonder about what had happened the year before. And uh, but yeah, nothing ever came of it. So anyway, uh, that's my secret. And I hope it doesn't offend either of you, seeing as how you're Jewish. I meant no disrespect or stolen valor or whatever. I just wanted to play Xbox. So hope you have a good one. Bye now. Stolen valor. <laughs> uh, I'm with that. Well, I mean, I got bad news for this guy. What? Well, he thinks nothing came of it. But it's like, yeah, something did come of it. What? You, your family might not have noticed. The school administration might not have noticed. But you know who noticed? Jesus Christ? G-D. God? God, God himself. Right. You think that you're going to get away from with that unscathed? Dude, you're fucked. I mean, there's no, there's no way God's not furious about that, you know? Hmm. He's fucking pissed, dude, for sure. And I would not be surprised if you spent a year or more in hell. Do you know, by the way, Natasha, that while Jews don't have um, a lot of a concept of hell, they definitely don't. They think that it's temporary. So you go there for like 18 months. I think the longest a Jewish person can go to hell is 18 months. So you go to hell, you suffer for like 18 months, and then they're like, it's like prison. Wait, that's what the belief system is? I mean, it's not. The truth is hell is such an abstraction in in, um in Judaism, like a lot of Jews don't believe in hell at all. And so a lot of it's just kind of like made up folktale-y kind of things. But yes, I have heard that. It's like prison, you know, like you do your time. It's a river of boiling shit, I believe, is some of the, the some of the conception of it. And then you like wipe up, you know, you wipe the shit off of you from the boiling river. And then you, I guess, go to heaven or something like that. That is really dumb. Well, uh, Judaism's whole conception of the afterlife is completely uh, inart- in- inarticulate and incoherent because nobody really cares. Jews don't believe in care about an afterlife. They care about the era now. Hmm. I uh, I am not a religious person. No, but you are a Jewish person. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And you do chant. So in a way, yeah, you are a religious person. I don't know if I would call it religion. When you're chanting in Sanskrit, you're you're fucking with some religious stuff. Hmm, I like old things. You know, religion is old, right? It's hell old. It's like ex- extra old. <laughs> Judaism and and Hinduism, Sans- you chant in Sanskrit, right? No, it's it's Bud- it's Buddhist. What's the language you're chanting in? Uh, I don't know. I think it might be translated from Korean. I don't Korean? Know. Korean? I have to check on that. What's the best religion, you think? Judaism. All right. Thank Judaism. you so much for tuning in, everybody. This week, I have loved doing these secrets with you, Natasha. Yeah, and let us know if you've ever jerked off a dog. 
Yeah, we would love to know. We would love to know. By the way, you know the only day of the year that you can get away with jerking off a dog mm. is Yom Kippur. Would you, would you rather jerk off like... Four dogs? A gross Harvey Weinstein character yes, I would. or a dog? Oh. oh, would I rather jerk off a gross man or a dog? Yeah. I guess I would all pick the dog because the dog can't tell. What do you mean the dog can't tell? The dog will never be like, dude, he jerked me off. Oh, that's true. He'll always... But if the dog could talk... Okay, so now the question is, would I rather jerk off Harvey Weinstein or a talking dog? <laughs> uh, and that's a great question, Natasha. All right. If you have a secret, give us a call. 213-222-8608. If you'd like to be on our main episode and get some advice from the two of us and our friendly celebrity guests, email us, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. YouTube. You can be a part of our Patreon. You can come see us live I got some stuff coming up. I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. in March, and I'm going to be in Philadelphia in April. So Hell yeah. I'm going helium. to be happy that you're gone. Why? would Why will you be happy I'm gone? Um, why? I don't know. So you can fucking finger the dogs? <laughs> fucking freak? <laughs> Goodbye, 48 everyone. hours where I don't have to find your wallet? Okay, listen, Moshe, I'm sorry to roast you. I love you. I love you, too, and even though I do know that you have weird feelings about our dogs. Natasha Legero, ladies and gentlemen, she loves me.